what you waiting on? Check, check us on your phone. This the Tony Sands show. Turn your radio on. Kelsey just turned down like a field goal, so we in the zone. Got games like a stadium. I'ma go ahead and pack the dome. I'm cooler, smoother. Make you think with your medulla. You a student, I'ma school you with the facts that I'm producing. This is for the high schoolers, college students. Nah, everyone can do it. Do this, I ain't new to this. My style is rich, it's lucrative. Maneuver through it. You know it's fast, Charlie. You know it's so sensational, like my big homie Tony. You BBS Radio. They lost it. Let me see it. Look at Adam Schefter. The Raiders. Free! Bro, oh, my God! Right, we're live here on the Tony Sands Show. Another week of exciting sports talk with me, my main man, Mo out of Atlanta. Mo, what's going on, man? What's happening with you? What's, what's going on, Tony? Everything's going well. How you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. A lot of things are happening throughout the sports world. Some people winning, some people losing, some people getting allegations put on them. Particularly as we led into the show, guys that are just tuning in to the Tony Sands Show, I am Tony Sands with my co-host, Mo Love, out of Atlanta, hot Atlanta. Listen, Antonio Brown has taken over Sports Talk Radio. When I say has taken over Sports Talk Radio, has taken over it to a whole nother level when it comes to media attention. As we know, Antonio Brown is a guy that loves the media attention. Yes, he, he loves this media attention, and it has bought his brand that he's created, has taken that brand to a whole nother level now. So people must understand that this day and age of social media has helped Antonio Brown enhance the brand of AB. He has yep. It has enhanced the brand when it comes to AB and what is going on throughout the sports world. He was with the Raiders. Well, he was with Pittsburgh. Let's take everybody back. He was with Pittsburgh. Right. Couldn't make it out in Pittsburgh. Told Pittsburgh he will not. He will not go anywhere without and guarantee $30 million contract. Right. Money, period. He right. wanted guarantee money. He got the guaranteed money. Uh, uh, and once he got the guaranteed money, at that point, it became a whirlwind. But now we got to understand now. And t- it was it being crazy or a smart businessman? I've been then, smart businessman. You 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 look at it as a smart businessman getting out of a deal that he probably didn't want in the beginning, but pushed that deal to get out of Pittsburgh. Right. 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 And he find he find an easy way out. He found something to to get out of Oakland, just like he got out of Pittsburgh. And I think he just realized that we talked, you know, that he probably thought that, you know, hey, can I win at this, at this, this organization? What can I do with this organization? And it, he was like, like a, you know, like you say, he he won it out so fast that he really he was finding each and every reason to find an excuse to not be there or excuse not to participate in the activity or is a supervisor Raider. Correct, correct, correct. Now, when I when I look at it, I say, okay, listen, he wanted out of Pittsburgh, okay? Right. New England at the time probably had some interest in A.B., but didn't want to give up all the guaranteed money to right. A.B. 
So AD, AB puts out, hey, listen, I'm not going nowhere unless someone gives me guaranteed money. Really trying to get out of Pittsburgh, but couldn't get out of Pittsburgh unless Pittsburgh traded him. The Raiders came calling. Raiders told, okay, we'll give you $30 million guaranteed. We'll give you that $30 million in guaranteed money if that's what you want. We'll give that to you. He gets the $30 million. Mm-hmm. You know, here we go. Oh, wow. He's, you know, Antonio Brown is brilliant for some of the stuff that he's just done. He told them he would not dance to their music. They would have to dance to his music. We find right. the Raiders dance to his music. The Raiders play the kind of music he wanted to be played. They play the music. Marcus, Antonio Brown dances to it. Everybody else dances to it. they saying, oh, this is a match made in heaven. He's saying everything. At that point, right. soon as training camp opened up to me, everything went away. Yeah, went I agree. Nuts. So now we come to, to where all of a sudden now everything was hot about this marriage between Antonio Brown and the Oakland Raiders. What I mean by hot, came in on a hot balloon. Got there. Feet were on fire from the cryo. Helmet won't fit. Right. Well, the helmet fit, but the, the NFL says it can't fit because it does not follow our guidelines when it comes to clearing mm-hmm. our protocol for helmets. We've told you this before. Tom Brady happened to. He had to change. A lot of couple of high-profile guys in the elite marks had to change their helmets. They had to change the helmets in order to be able to get on the field. Tom Brady just got his new his helmet this year, that and his extension ran out on him. But now Antonio Brown came in with all that. Then him and the GM Mike Mayock get into it. And I don't know if this was Marius to me. It appeared to be a good cop, bad cop. How do you, how did you see that playing out? Well, I mean, it, it, it was so many different things that, like you said, happens through the, to come to this point to, today. And he he just uh, he was looking for something like like a bad relationship, looking for the bad thing, find something wrong in the relationship. And you kept finding something and say, okay, well, this ain't helmet. Okay, I'm going to agree. But think about the Coach Gruden. Think about Coach Gruden. Think about the organization of the Raiders. How do you think they feel? You know, how they feel like we can, you know, we're paying this man his money. He's a great receiver. But is it, you know, you know, you got to smile on camera a little bit. That make it seem like it's a big deal because you want the kid, this guy to play. But he, he was a, a distraction to the team. You see what David Carr said, we're going to move on. It was, a, it was a statement the other night. They played the other night. It was a statement, and I'm not, not even being there. You know, and I just think that A.B., Tony Brown, has so much to uh, to find against, uh, find the negative, and try to make an excuse of not being there or try to find his reason not being there. And what he did, he got what he wanted. He said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the contract. He had to get out of the contract. And you know, the film that on on that Instagram on that he asked Gruden, you know, to get permission. So he liked, like you said, he, he did what he wanted. He he advertised his, 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 his who he is, and then he said, okay, I want to go somewhere we can win, New England. And and, and like you said, uh, I think what came, you know, him between him and Mayock, Mayock, he mm-hmm. gets in Mayock fake call Mayock a cracker, right and. When that whirlwind hit, a lot of people wasn't – it was kind of mixed emotions around the sports world, around the country, because what a lot of people said was, now, if Antonio Brown was a white guy right, and Antonio Brown was being a white guy called a black GM the N-word, Oof. he would have been suspended automatically. Why is there and there a lot of people saying why is there a double standard when it can't if it comes to using the word cracker or using the n word nigga? So that came up in the conversation as this conversation started to unravel. Should Antonio Brown had been should he have been disciplined for using a racial slur? How does he get the pass of that? Right. And if it was the reverse, you don't mm-hmm. get that pass. I, 
understand right. that clearly because I felt at that point mm-hmm. that kind of to me, you know, kind of crossed the lines a little bit. Because right. Right. not only did you use the word sword, you kind of went a little bit into more of the emotions, what you're going to do after that word, after that word, the words after that word proceeded, proceeded. So that kind of took this thing to a whole nother level when it came to, you know, understanding that, hey, I can't, I, I just can't do this. Right. No one, right. and, I, and I'm quite sure, I wonder if anyone from the Raiders organization or anyone from the NFL step to him and say, hey, listen, we can't we can't tolerate that. We will not tolerate that. We will have to proceed with some type of discipline, whether it be a fine, whether it be suspension. We will match them. We will match it as if we would match it if it was the other way around. But you and say I, you saw what happened when you didn't say he was not suspended. He was going to play that in the yes. game, and then after that, you say, "Oh, he got released." That was a shocker. I mean, See, in the, in, I, I, outside I said, that. I think he thought if I say that word, and I'm quite right. sure he methodically planned all this out. If I say that word, okay, I know they're going to get rid of me. He okay. says the word, make an emotional plea, an apology, but then the Raiders say, wait a minute, we're not going to get caught up in this. Right. What we're going to do now is we're going to remove the guarantees of the $30 million. We're going to remove that. We're going to put that back to where now it's like a game-to-game basis. So if okay. you show up on time, you get to the games, you will make your $30 million. But if you don't, then there's a problem. <laughs> there was a problem. So at that, Antonio Brown, yeah. I guess probably him and his people, one of his, I guess one of the guys that produced that, 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 that video was on uh-huh. down here in South Florida on radio, and he was saying – when they did it, he didn't think about that there were legal could be possibly legal ramifications because I right. guess a law in California is that you cannot record someone without their okay. knowledge, without prior knowledge to them. Okay. You know, I don't know uh, how that plays. And I know sometimes it cannot be used in a court of law, but I guess in California, you mm-hmm. can't do it at all. You yeah, probably so. Court. None court, you just can't do it. So the guy say they got a little scared, but the guy say he sent the video apparently to Gruden. Gruden said he loved it, and that the guy yeah. said he felt at that point it was okay to use. Right. And if you notice, there there was never any other thing made about it, so I'm quite sure that's probably what took place. And I then, mean, I, I, I mean, Gruden, I think I think Gruden like saying like, I wash my hands. Hey, that's fine. Give you that. Get what you want. Get out my, get out my hair so I can I can coach my team. So I can win. I mean, think yeah. about it. I, I was in, I'm like, okay, that what you want? Sure. That, that's so minor. Let me give you what you want so you get out of my hair. That's what I feel like. You know, and that's and what then, I think. The Raiders looked good now the, in that Monday oh, night yeah, game. The oh, Raiders yeah. looked that good when I say it. I mean, when I say good, them fellas looked like they were ready to go. And if you it was in the stands, you heard. Mm-hmm. A lot of the fans chanting certain words. They chanted certain words like, hey, listen, we don't give a heck about A.B. Heck right. with the A.B. We don't care. Well, listen, we look good. And when you look right. at it, David Carr, David Carr had a heck of a game, 22 for 26, 259 yards. Yeah. 259 yards. A quarterback rating of 94. Josh Jacobs. The young Rook, 23 for 85, two TDs. The longest yep. one being 13 yards. I mean, Terrell Williams is the one that went ham. Oh, definitely. Six, catch, six catches, 105 yards. So, listen, them boys came ready to play. Even defense stepped up from a standpoint of helping the offense get it done. So, looking at the first game, and it's just a first game we won't be able to tell until this thing starts rolling out. Looking at that first game, it's not like they skipped a beat without A.B. They didn't skip a beat without A.B. So I, I, I'm, I'm quite sure those guys are saying, listen, 
go ahead and go back to your go back to the Raiders. I mean, go back to wherever you want to go. And which in that short time, it was so crazy how New the New England Patriots Marge picked him up. I was shocked. I, I, not so I, much yeah. shocked. I said I, I figured not shock really. I won't use the word shock uh, because they got him at a steal when you when you when you really look at the way that contract is structured. He only really get like ten million in this year here, and then twenty million if he's still on the roster. And you know New England is right. quick, Maurice, for not letting you stay on the roster when they know they got to pay you out a big money. He's gonna have to have a heck of a year like a Randy Moss type year, uh, like Randy had there, in order to get to that second year of that deal. To get to that full second year of that deal, uh, to let that play out. Now you you talking about a receiving court. You talking about a heck of a oh, team. What are you what are you talking yeah. about? Oh, yes, and a great quarterback behind it. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the to me the greatest quarterback to ever lace up in the National Football League. So I mean, when you add him, uh, Edelman, Josh, you talking about an explosive tandem of guys that can get it done that can get it done so i'm telling and then maurice that doesn't stop what goes on in ab's world as ab get released he released another video as some of my mm-hmm. listeners if you're just tuning in we're live here on the tony sand show my main man mo love is on my right he is my cold out of atlanta but listen doug if you can't play that ab uh Find you know uh, got released. Could you play that sound bike for those that are just joining in? Let them hear uh, what AB and how he reacted to his release. Hey, Lawson, let me see it. Look at Adam Schefter. The Raiders free. Here on the Tony Sands show, as you heard, AB getting his release from the Oakland Raiders and wind up going to the New England Patriots. Now, it would have been crazy. This one would, would have made that even more bizarre. If he would have got out of that contract, Maurice, with the Raiders, mm-hmm. Raiders open up with Pittsburgh and he was able to play in that game. How do you Ooh, think that would have turned out? Oh, that would have been ugly. Radio would have been, radio would have been not very high, but it would have been ugly. It would have been a great emotional game. But I just like the game was – what, Pittsburgh only scored three points that game? I think yes. the game would have been a little higher, I think, with that game with uh, New England because they had to air it out. They made sure he got two touchdowns. You would think of that offensive, offensive receiving core. That just uh, – you think of it with A.B. Yes. out there. It just – it's going to be dominant when he's out there playing. If you get through this problem, the situation you got now is the situation you got going on with this. We talk later on about, but definitely he got some heat with that. Would you see on paper when I heard that? I say, oh my god, they going they going to win again. It would just be like who's going to stop them? Is who it? And them? then you look at this. Is does it make now? You know how they say in, in the college world where Nick Saban has made college football boring because we know. Who's going to possibly play out in this thing, either Clemson or uh, Alabama? Is it starting to make the NFL get a little boring now? Hey, New England is possibly going to win the the Super Bowl in Miami. But now, but now people must understand the Dallas Cowboys are playing flying high. But we're going to wait till my main man, Mo Bibbs, get on here, my expert from, well, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys expert, is joining the Tony Sands show as he does each and every week. Joining the show is going to break down how this Cowboys team is playing and how everyone around the league is continuing to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to head to a quick commercial break, and we're coming back here live on the Tony Sands show. 
I'm afraid that's going to be the case. Yep. Skip, it's simple as this. The NFL Institute a couple of years ago that they were going to test helmets because they wanted the safest helmets as yep. possible because the one thing the NFL loves more than the, the uh, thing that they love is yep. money. Right. The thing that they hate worse than money is losing money. Mm-hmm. They don't want another five, six, seven billion dollar settlement to come down the pipeline, Skip. Mm-hmm. So they said, we're going to test these helmets. Now, they let certain guys be grandfathered. All the other guys got new helmets. Okay. Guys like Tom Brady, grandfather. But guess what Tom Brady's playing with this year in 2019, Skip? Mm-hmm. A new helmet. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, grandfather. Guess what he's playing with in 2019? We're back here live on the Tony Sands show. You just got a chance to hear Shannon Sharp when he was talking about Antonio Brown's helmet situation and why the NFL is taking their strong stance. Marsh, you heard Shannon Sharp talk about it, how, how the NFL really don't want another lawsuit. They do not want another lawsuit on their hands to where now all of a sudden they got to deal with a whole nother issue of billions of dollars being taken out of their pocket. These are billionaires that want to continue to be billionaires. And if they can, I'll try to make it to be a trillionaire. So guess what? They don't want money out of their pockets, guys. They don't want it out of their pockets. Marge, what is you're in Atlanta and you're in a city really pretty much, you know, as they call it. Uh, a capital for African-Americans. What is being talked about in Atlanta when it comes to everything surrounding AB? And do you think, well, I don't, do you think Atlanta would have took a chance on bringing an AB in on top of what they already have? So did we lose Maurice? We're back here. We're still on Tony Sanchez. I think we might've lost Maurice. Well, okay, we'll keep on. He's probably somewhere, guys. That's my main man, Maurice Love. That's my co-host. That's my dude. He is on top of. It. But let me let's get back into this. As I said, you heard Shannon Shop talking about this. Uh, what he called Antonio Brown antics and more antics and more. Those that are just now joining the Tony Sands show, I am Tony Sands alone. My main man, my co-host, Mo Love in the building. But I'm gonna tell you, we've been talking about this AB situation, and it has gone crazy throughout the country he's taking over all the sports channel every morning right. when you wake up it is a b but what's going on man we, we got you back with us yeah yes we're back yes we're back mm-hmm. no, no problem Mo, I, I, as i was saying before uh uh something happened listen what was the talk around atlanta when all this with antonio brown broke out and when he did get free as he said mama i'm free was Atlanta one of the teams that people were scared he may come to to try to catapult him into the to the Super Bowl talk, or did a lot of people say, "No, nah, we don't, we don't need an AB in Atlanta." No, nah, don't need AB in Atlanta. They weren't talking to AB in Atlanta. They uh, there was this concern about the dominance of the New England Patriots, how they're gonna look. When people were saying everybody was in shock. In Atlanta, in, in Atlanta, so there was a surprise about him going to New England, saying, "Oh, our chances, everybody's chances, saying, can we win against New England?" Already with a powerhouse coach and a powerhouse program and, and great quarterback, one of the greatest, can we win? So Atlanta, they were they were just surprised about the the picking of uh, Antonio Brown and what what happened to, to go to New England and just. They weren't talking about it. It was like this. Oh my goodness! They, they, what about us? Can we win now? Well, can we? Can we? Can beat New England? And everybody had his everybody head was down. They were surprised about that pick. And that's that's that that now with the firepower. And then you guys had just you got to remember you guys had just given Julio yeah. probably one of the best contracts that an NFL guy can have when it comes to all his pretty much. 98% of his money being guaranteed. You guys gave him 60-some-odd million dollars right. at signing. Not prorated right. over the year, but at signing. What was that like in Atlanta? What was the talk when they saw Antonio, I meant Julio Jones receive over 60-something million at signing? Oh, they were excited about that. They were excited until they played on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> when they played on Sunday, it was oh the bars, everything was in there. 
the people, the fans were upset to, to get rid of Matt Ryan and and who who they were doing, and it was just it was they, they were very upset this past Sunday, and they were like, "Why we gave you all this money? You deserve this money, you know." But like I explained the thing, who though he's a great receiver, they're going to double team him. He, everybody going to watch him, you know. The the back, the the objective to make sure he don't get the ball. Get to the other receivers and people who don't play football don't see that, you know, don't, who play sports don't understand that. Understand so yeah. yep. they, they complain about it. So, but they went by AB. They about they, down here in Atlanta. They were thinking about those Falcons, especially on Sunday. They were hurt Sunday when they lost. And then when you look at it, because Julio in that game had six catches for 31 yards, one TD, uh, 5.2 yards average. He kind of, when you look at the way Mike Ryan did, he like he spread the ball around to right. a lot of different receivers. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley had his his fair of, of of the catches. Calvin Ridley, you know, played a you know you would say a pretty good game. Four catches, sixty four yards. Hopper was the biggest one for you guys. He had nine receptions, seventy seven yards. He just didn't right. get in the end zone. Calvin right. Ridley got in the end zone. And Sanu had five catches for 57 yards. So when you look at that, pretty much that was spread all around. When normally that would be pretty much a lot of that would be Julio. Uh, but yeah. now, like you said, when you are the number one guy. Expectations high. The number two guy has got to come through. So that's either being Calvin Ridley and Sanu. But right. Austin Hopper was the one that played a heck of a game. And I even we look at Devontae Freeman, he only had 19 yards rushing, 2.4 yards average. That's not going to cut it. You see the that first play of the game? Cut it. First thing it was a sack first play in the game. You're like, and yeah. he was at the bar like, oh, my God. Here go going throw the ball. It was just the, the You got to get rid of it. You got to get it out your hands. They have to get it out their hands. And they did not right. get it out of their hands. And timing up. Yeah. Right now, when you look at the division, you're talking about New Orleans, Carolina, Ooh. which I'll be at the Carolina game tomorrow. I fly out to catch that okay. game against Carolina and Tampa Bay. You got mm-hmm. pretty much outside of New Orleans, everyone in that division is 0 1. Right, right. Everyone so is 1. You see New Orleans on the night? You see New Orleans on the night? You see how New Orleans played the other night, Monday yes. night? Yes, New Orleans played Over. what they call until the fat lady sings. What? What? It was Drew Brees, to me, looked like a quarterback saying, guess what, throughout it all. Right. Until the clock strikes zero, I still have a chance to win. But I just couldn't understand in that. And I and I, I, I looked at that game, and I'm saying to myself, as I analyze this game, mm-hmm. here we are, the Texans. Uh, I know what you're going to say. When it was ca- when it was crucial, right? Why do you play off? You go three safeties that about twenty five yards. All they needed was seven yards. Right. All they needed was seven yards. All you had to do is you get up on them. You make them work for what you're going to give them. Don't let them sit there and then they get seven yards and it puts them in field goal range. They didn't believe that- he was going to do that. They didn't believe that Drew was not going to get a pass. They didn't believe that he would get the field goal. They didn't believe that he was going not going to score. I don't think that at the deepest corner that they didn't think that Drew Brees going to do it. They just said we're going to. Uh, we don't want no touchdown. Remember everybody see you little. Go back, go go back. Don't throw the long pass. There's no touchdowns. Let them catch, catch the ball in front of us. But they did. You got seven yeah. yards. They caught the seven yards. Happened. They caught the seven yards. Kick right. and I and I they probably was predicting what's the percentage of that field goal being made at right that right. far of a distance. Was the field goal I, being made at that far of a distance? And I think they well, that's why they was able to back off 25 yards. You go three safeties, 25 yards, when you should have technically been in a, in a cover two to where everything is still in front of you, but it's only about five yards in front of you. you got to make the receiver work for what he got to get. And Watt, they didn't yeah, do that. Deshaun Watson had a great game. I, I, I think he, he came in, I'll pull yes. him for him, like, man, the kid, and I'll pull him with you. That Monday night was a great Monday night. That was great football that night. That was a great I, football game. I'm, I'm, game. By far, it, it was probably exciting. one of the best I've seen over the weekend. Right, right. You can just see how. Now we're going with Deshaun. I was making sure, you know, looking. But, you know, Drew Brees over there. It's just that energy, that magic energy in New Orleans that they, they felt like, okay, we're going, we're going, we're in New Orleans. We're going to win. 
and we're gonna get the last second of this game. And they did. Like that field, that, that kid, that kid gave that field goal, and that was it. And that I, they did. Is, you know, but as a defense coordinator, what would you do? What would you, as a head coach, where you go to the D, the DC coach? What you gonna tell him? Hey, what you know? What what's what is you know what is what your game? What you were thinking about? I don't know. What were you thinking that about? Was, what, that what do you think about putting in that situation? Right. I just I, I didn't understand that play calling at all. It was to me you kind of you did a, a system. You played a a, uh, a prevent. You went prevent. 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 You right. You went prevent defense when you ever all you had to do is play man up. You, you get up on them a cover two, tight cover two, and you make them work for those seven yards. Don't just give them all the guy. All you had to do is step back, boom, pop it through the middle. You got the seven yards. Right. You within field goal range. Now here we go. Right. Now we get a chance to win it. Right. We get right. a chance to win it in the NFL. And nine times out of ten, those kick good as good as, as strong as the kickers are in the NFL, they will make that. And that's right. I know they're kicking themselves in the butt in meeting rooms, saying all we had to do is play up on them. Why did we go into a prevent at that point in the game? Right. Right. At that, that, that point was... in the game, when the game been going back and forth, I'm not gonna chance it. With the way with Drew Brees being on that other side, that's just like chancing it when you got uh, 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 Tom Brady on that other side. You better play lights out. You play to win the game, not to lose the game. True, you're definitely correct about that. You know, you play to win the game, not to lose the game. Uh, uh, and I think that's where a lot of this get get kind of you know misscrewed when it comes to. Uh, uh, the NFL, sometimes some guys outthink themselves from a standpoint of, hey, do I play this or do I play that? I play off and hope that if they get the seven yards, time runs out or they miss the field goal. Neither one of those situations happen. Right. Neither one of those situations happen for them. And yeah, they are now kicking themselves to where they're 0-1. Now, does that mean, to, do I see a lot of upside in the Tennessee Titans? I mean, the Texas Titans, the Texans? Yes, I see it a lot in the Texans because I think mm -hmm. they can, it's just the first game in the way Deshaun Watson is playing. Oh, he's playing. Wow. It's going to be yeah. a heck of a game. Mars Atlanta opens, you know, they go to, they have the Eagles. They play the Eagles. That's going to be a good game for the NFC East to play those, the Eagles. That's going to be a great game, and that's a eight. That's a that's a prime time game. That is the oh, late yeah. game. That's a prime time game. Now, the fans are going to be out there now. The fans are going to be there. It's, a, it's going to be a packed house that night. So it's, it's up to Atlanta. Atlanta, they usually don't they their records are real good at home. So they're they're uh, they. They can. They usually win at home, but Philly, you know, you know, when he got opportunity to play, he he really wanted to show that he can win in a, a championship because Nick Foles gone, so he got to right. prove himself. So we got so everybody got to prove themselves. You got the Falcons, Matt Ryan, and, and what they have, and then you got Eagles, what they doing. They got to prove themselves to see, you know, because Philly went to Super Bowl and won then. And you know the Falcons went and blew it against against New England, so you yeah. know can they can they go can they come back? These people in Atlanta are like ah, oh, you know we can do it. When they win five games, Tony, it's amazing here in Atlanta. Six games, oh they going to the Super Bowl. I won't lie to you, they going Listen, they going to the Super Bowl. Man, I be like what? And I, I I look at you know when I when I when I look at you guys' schedule, man, I, and I'm just looking down to see. Wow, you guys got the Eagles, you got the Colts, which, mm -hmm. you know, the Colts, we got to see how the Colts play that out. Then you got the uh, Tennessee Titans, then you come back, you got another matchup with the, the, the Texans in Texas. Then you got the Arizona mm -hmm. Cardinals, not knowing how Murray's going to play. Then you got the Rams, mm -hmm. two more runner-ups. You got the Rams, at a, that's a 1 o'clock game for you guys on Fox. Seattle, the Saints, y'all got the Dirty Birds. Mm-hmm. Man, you guys got the Dirty Birds one, two. You guys like within a a, a f five week schedule. You get, you guys play the Dirty Birds twice. Mm-hmm. Right, is, right. You know, right back to back. Well, you know, the Panthers tough too. You got the Carolinas. Yes. 
That's oh, yeah, Carolina. Home. Cam that's, Newton. Home. Cam Newton, that's hometown. We were from the, from the Cam Creek area, you know, and uh, Buccaneers aren't playing well, you know. It's, you know, you got the 49ers. Uh, but you're yeah. right. It's, yeah, but, uh, but they got a chance to have a, a – a, a, they get itself together. And, and you know, playing the Eagles, it's going to be a tough game against the Eagles. Um, but, you know, Eagles strong, you know, and they aggressive defense. And, you know, like I say – the quarterback is going to try to improve himself because he, like, if I was him, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, you would. You, I, I won these games. I hurt. I got hurt, and then another quarterback won the Super Bowl. They're going to say, well, "What? Why you? Can you do it? I mean, can you know, you? it going. Can you do it? You know, yes. can you take yes. us to the promised land? And that, and that's the key thing to to a win successful team organization. You see, that's like I said. You guys, and the pressure is on you guys now. When you talk about, you know, Atlanta, from the standpoint that you did give Julio, I think that added more pressure to it. When when they did give Julio those sixty some odd million, I think it added more pressure that that the fans of Atlanta wanted and felt that Atlanta should win and win right, right now. We paying out that kind of money to a receiver, we need it right now. Right. Not right down now. the line. We need it right now. I'm quite sure that was probably one of the biggest things that came to me that, that you guys took out of that is that we did not get a win and we paid out a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to, yeah, they, they, that was they think. Yeah, that's, but you know, the fans, it's, 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 like, it's just one game. It's, 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 it's one game. You know, you can't base it on one game. You just, you know, you got more games to play. Like my opinion about the preseason, you see, like the first week of football, it was kind of rushed. That last Thursday football yes. game, oh, it was rusty. Like that that Chicago Green Bay game, it looked rusty. I don't, it wasn't no defense game. It just didn't look like it was just. It wasn't exciting like Monday night with the thing um, and tech, it, it was exciting. Like you like you saw the yeah, energy. That was football. That was football. No, right, right. So and I, I think, think got, the reason why you're seeing a lot of that march is because. These guys are not they, they can't you know, they're not in they're not at camps that long. They're mm-hmm. not practicing enough and I think they want to really get rid of some of the preseason because a lot of the top guys are not even playing in the preseason anyway. So why right. do we have a long out drawn out preseason? Shorten the preseason now, have more joint practices to where I can practice against my one of my opponents and it saves the athlete's body. Plus it gets them tuned up. But it does, and then you use those preseason games for those rookies or those guys that's trying to make the club. Right, and, and that's the reason. I mean, because they're trying to get that for the three roster, and they, you know, and they and they it, they have to give them the time. You know, on yeah. on the ESPN, it says something important. You say it's going to be the last time they wear the uniform, the last time they put that helmet on, yeah. the last time that's they it. walk out the tunnel. A lot of guys. The last time. Wow. You know that's yeah. That- that's that's a bad feeling. I mean, yeah, I believe you know we talked about it before. That's a bad feeling to realize that you ain't playing football no more. You know, like you said, you ain't playing the game you love to play little league. That you done played all your life, and now all of a sudden it is over. This is it. Right. You, you you're done. But Mars, let's get back. And as we said, done. Will the New England patient call it done? For Antonio Brown. We'll come back here on the Tony Sands Show and we'll dig deep into that. As we find out, a lot of people are not happy with Antonio Brown. And then we're going to come back. We have my main man, Bibbs, as we break down the Dallas Cowboys. And we'll get his take on, was the Cowboys in on the sweepstakes of Antonio Brown as we come back here on the Tony Sands Show. Hey, Lassie, let me see it. Look at Adam Schefter. The Raiders. Free! Bro, the Raiders. Oh, my God, I need! Oh! Oh! Let's go! Let's oh, go! Oh! The freedom bell ring got me fly like a free! Fly like an eagle! <laughs> Let's go! Free! Let's go! Oh, I'm free. Oh. Oh. Grandma, they freed me. <laughs> they freed me, Grandma. I told you, Grandma. Ah, God is the greatest. 
We're back here live on the Tony Sands show. As you, that is Antonio Brown speaking that he is free. You're a little along with me, my main man Bibbs, and my main man Mo Love out of Atlanta. Guys, when I hear that, when I hear that, first thing come to my mind is when he say I'm free like that, the movie Django. The movie Django comes to my mind every time I hear that. I'm free, I'm free. As if he was hot held hostage or he had just got out of jail. Right. Bibbs, how do you how do you what what's your whole take on that whole video? And how did you see when you first heard that, what came across your mind? Well, originally I took a good laugh. I got a good laugh out of it. But as I got the opportunity to think about it in depth, I was like, well, what exactly was he considering himself attached to or locked down to where he where he was, you know, making a statement that he's free? Uh, was it the Raiders organization or, you know, like the contract he was in, the situation? I, I don't know. I don't know. So I had a few questions about it, but you see where he's at now? And and it, to me, it worked out fine for him right. up in, at up all at this point. It worked out fine for him up until this point. Now, a lot of people are not happy with Antonio Brown and some of the antics. Shannon Sharp was one, but let, let Doug, if you can, play me that where it says Antonio Brown disses, uh, and he was dissing main shooting these shots at at Shannon Sharp because Shannon Sharp threw fireballs at him. Play me a, all the way up to 34 seconds of that soundbite. What are you willing to do to make money? How far are you willing to go? Like, I seen Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice doing this shit. The Popeye shit. Yeah, the Popeye shit. He had a, fa- a helmet on with a face, with a face mask. mask, but the middle of the face mask was, was a chicken, chicken wing that spun. spun. <laughs> Most NFL guys that do whatever. Like, Why is that, though? Because I don't think they set themselves up for the career after. You look at all the greats. What are they doing now? Yeah. Even like uh, Shannon Sharp who be on uh, TV. Yeah, this got a biggest joke. It's like, bro, you gonna put the Hennessy in the backwoods up there? I agree. Then you finna criticize me? Like, bro, you a joke. So you setting a bad example. Okay, now we, as you got a chance now, guys, that was the picture with at a round table that LeBron does. That they, you know, those guys do that round table, and Antonio Brown was in that. Now Antonio Brown came back from. A lot of the dissing, I guess he felt that Shannon Sharp shot at him, so he came back with that shot, and he was kind of on point when it talks about uh, how the NFL is viewed versus the NBA. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the way these guys from the NBA feel like they are handled and versus the guys in the NFL as if the guys in the NFL, as he said, will do anything, anything. Versus the NBA. And we're going to play a little bit more sound by that. What's your take on that? When you hear that part of that, do you feel he was in within his round to go out to Shannon Sharp? Well, I think, I think, I mean, if, you, if he had any type of, you know, reason, or if Shannon Sharp made a statement about him that he felt was, you know, not correct or just an opinion. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, then yeah, he has he has an opinion himself. So I sure. personally feel like he just gave his opinion. You know, with Shannon, look at you. You know, you on on national television. You know, with Hennessy and and, and Black and Miles. I don't know about the backwood <laughs> part, but you know, Black right, and right, Miles right. Is what I saw. about the what part? You know, the backwood the part. Backwood. You know, when you talk about oh, yeah, backwood, yeah. he references something else. I, I had seen yeah, the yeah, actual yeah, backwood. Yeah, yeah. I know he had. So, he's a, it was a, a. I think it was a Black and Miles. I think. Right, right, yeah. So, I mean, that's a little different. You're smoking something yeah. totally different when you, the difference in the two, you know, I guess things that they were, or, or you know, relating to. But, nah, in, in a sense, though, I, I feel like he had his opinion. He said what he had to say. And they can keep going. They can keep moving. I really wasn't too interested in the next few, to be honest with you. But, now, 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 I'm going to tell you this, though. I'm going to tell you this, Bill. Now, when he, when he was free, set free, as he say, now you know the Dallas Cowboys. You are inside of a Cowboys. You know the Cowboys was one of the teams they were saying that was in on this sweepstakes. Yeah, yeah, and I actually did. I heard a couple, you know, people and a couple people write about that, saying that they would, you know, of course, call and see 
you know, exactly what, what, what it would take to get him to Dallas. But at the same because, you know, Dallas and Jerry is always ready for some type of drama. Biggest name, the big name talent to come in and, 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 and hopefully get them to that, that Super Bowl or that pinnacle that they've been also deeply trying to get to in the last 20, 25 years. So he willing, he, and I feel like Jerry would have been desperate enough. He would have did it, but he has a good enough core right now to have let him pass and let it go and let him go to where exactly where he ended up at. But do you think with what all that we, the Dallas Cowboys have, do you feel that the Dallas Cowboys would have been able to control a guy like AB versus the way New England, everyone feel like New England can handle it. Nah, not not at all. To be honest with you, um, I feel like you know when you get to Dallas, the, the spotlight becomes even bigger. And, you know, <laughs> it like, is just it, got it becomes gigantic. Bigger and, it, and and then that's just that would just play directly into who agent. I mean, Antonio Brown is. He, he wants yes. the spotlight. He's about me. You know, put the spotlight on me. And what the Cowboys have is continuity, young, youth, youthful yes. talent. Yes. And he would come in and, you know, in a way, I would think, get in the way of the talent that is growing, you know, right yeah, now. That, so then I don't think it would have been a great fit. Now, talent-wise, yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's unstoppable. He's unguardable. But at the same time, it also he also has to fit within the, the organization, team, management, coaching. His teammates, you know, and, and I, and at some point, it's gonna be an X somewhere when it comes to that. I know where he'll ever check off all the boxes, and at this Correct. point, I don't think the Cowboys need him. So, like and I said, the Cowboys did look. Place. Now, we know that. How long does it take before they give Dak Prescott his money? Do we do we see another week playing out with Dak playing for two million dollars? Quite possibly. But what I will say is that they are currently, you know, at the table hashing out, trying to hash out the numbers. And um, mm-hmm. so it should be happening soon. It's a, it's, I, I can 98% right now say it's going to happen probably in the next week and a half, two weeks. But definitely if he comes out against Washington and does another four, you know, four touchdown game, it's, yeah, he probably will get paid the next day. So do we see closer to the thirty-five million of what he was want, willing and wanting, uh, or do we see more close toward the thirty to twenty-nine range for Dak Prescott? Uh, nah, he definitely he definitely will make a run. Look, the Carson Wentz range. Um, Carson Wentz is what making what, thirty-two million right now. So I think he'll get right. more, probably thirty thirty-three point five, maybe somewhere around that range. I don't think he'll eclipse the forty million range because he has yet to win a Super Bowl. But um, I do think market rate, the going market rate he'll get, you know, and and for what he's done so far in the NFL and the games that he's won. So, you know, I think I think he'll get that, that a little bit more than Carson. And um, I think they'll agree to some type of terms, like I said, within the next week or so, maybe two weeks. And then – and then at that point, the only one that they would really have to start negotiating with would be uh, Amari Cooper at that point to try to lock down and see how they can get him locked down. Now, with the way you guys, the receivers were playing, does that put more or less pressure on Jerry to sign Amari Cooper so fast with the way I mean, those I, other core receivers were playing? Well, it was just one game at this point, and – I don't think they jump too quick to think that oh yeah we can, you know, see what happens. I think that the they are they are in the and no think I know that they are in fact trying to re-sign Amari. Now what I would say is Amari's playing the game totally different than a lot of other players. He ain't really said too much. He's yeah. kind of waiting to mark it out. He just saw Julio get paid. He got an extension. Um, so he's waiting like that was one, and then maybe a few other players will be up for extension as well. And he'll be able to, you know, get to the table with the numbers that he's put up with, I guess, opposed to what the market is offering him. And then he'll get, he'll get his extension. But I don't, at this point, don't know how much it'll be. But eventually we'll get some type of figure, some type of ballpark figure of what he's looking for. But at this point, we don't know exactly what he's looking for. 
But I exactly. do think that he's looking to be a top two to three paid wide receiver in the NFL. And I think he, uh, and I think he'll he he will be. Like is gonna always keep him in that five, top five range. He's already said that when this negotiation started with all three of these guys, that he would make them in that top five range of uh, when it comes to receivers. How do you see this thing playing out between, as you say, they, they, they open up again with between them and Washington at this point? Well, Washington, I think Washington would be a little, a, a little bit tougher matchup than New York was with the front seven that Washington had. And we struggled with running the football against them last year in both games. So I do think it won't be a 35 to 17 or 14, however many points the Giants scored. It won't be a blowout like that. It'll be a little bit closer, but I do think the Cowboys pull out the win. Probably about, I, w- I would probably say 28 to 18, 10 point wow. win, and move on. Uh, move on to the week three. And then you move on. You you get past that, and then uh, at that That's point, the Dolphins Dolphin. come to town. But hey, guys, my, my producer's telling me we got a minute. To close out this thing, listen, man, it's been real. How do you see it without with with ten seconds in the trash? Mo love, how do you see this thing playing out for Antonio Brown? Do the league suspend him, or do they say, listen, we're gonna wait till judge, we're gonna wait till the investigation over? Give me a quick twenty seconds of that. They're gonna wait till the investigation, see what happens, and see, and they're gonna make a matter, but they're gonna wait. I totally agree. They'll wait. They'll wait. Yeah. He'll get a chance to play probably this coming up week and a couple and weeks after. Right. And, and you heard of him with my main man, Mo Love, my main man, my Texas insider out of Dallas Cowboys, Mr. Bibbs himself. Listen, we're closing out this thing. Each and every week you're going to get a chance to hear the Cowboys, Atlanta, and South Florida. I don't even want to talk about the Dolphins because that's where I'm based out of. But guess what? They are not my team. And I don't know if the players themselves want that to be Ooh. their team. We're closing out this show, man. Everybody want out. We're out. Dolphin players and fans want out, but they can't have out because they're on the contract. We're gone. <laughs>